Welcome to God More Unlocked, episode 67, where we are actually recording our 67th episode. <laughs> now so, we are. Now we are. So the big news of the week, let's just get right into it. Get it out of the way. Half-Life is back. Half-Life is back! It's actually here. They didn't wait until E3. They didn't wait until the Game Awards. But... They didn't it, wait for anything. It's really. not Half-Life 3, as, as expected. If you've been listening to the show, you knew it wasn't going to be Half-Life 3. It's Half-Life Alex, which, by the way, is the worst name for a AAA video game ever. Half-Life Alex. <laughs> yeah. You could not come up with it. They could have called it Half-Life VR. And I would have Half been like, Life. all right, that's okay. Colon. Half-Life Alex. Stupid. Colon Alex. Terrible name. It's coming out March 2020, so five months from now. And it is a VR-exclusive game. Uh, so you don't need one of Valve's VR headsets to play. You just need a VR headset, excluding PlayStation VR, which I assume is a no. no well, problem. maybe someday, but um, yeah, probably... Not not at launch. Yeah. Not at launch. But yeah, like Windows mixed reality headsets, you know, Valve Index. You Anything don't, you don't need the Valve Index, but yeah. there will be extra Oculus. perks. There will be extra perks if you if you get up for the Valve Index. So the trailer is out. I think it's about two minutes long. Uh, graphically, I don't know. What, what, I, you and I have vastly different opinions on this, I think. I love so, it. So you tell me, what, what was your reaction I to thought the trailer? It was, I thought it was brilliant. The trailer's out there. I thought it was brilliant. I loved it. I was really happy to see that they recaptured that, that charm of the original, or at least two. Um, I mean, I loved it. I I think we both agree that this is a, not only Half-Life, but there's a few other games coming up. I think we're reaching... A, momentous moment for VR. Because VR has yeah. kind of been back there for a while. Everybody's been saying, it's coming, it's coming. Well, it's never reached that tipping point. Well, it's never ready for prime time. Yeah, Let's yeah. be honest. It was never... I mean, it's starting to get there. Yeah. Because the refresh rates on the, the headsets are, are improving. The resolutions are improving. You know, this both of those things will help fight against uh, that, that sickness yeah. feeling. Yeah. Um, well, and I, and I think the games... Are what's for me is what's pushing it. Yeah, and into, they're getting more sophisticated. They're getting Half Life, a Half Life VR game. Everybody says that Insomniacs, I think it's called Stormlands or Storm something. Yeah, it was at PAX East last year actually. Everybody yeah. says that's really good. Respawn's making Medal of Honor in VR, which looks, I think that looks incredible. Um, so the games are starting to. There's a pulse. They're they're, they're not they're, they're not. A pulse there. Yeah. So this is kind. Of, this may be. The arrival moment for VR. Yeah. Like, this game is kind of like... It's been at the precipice for a while, and this finally may push it over the edge. Yeah. Um, as far as the game, I, I couldn't... I could. I heard a lot of people arguing about the floating hands. Everybody hates the floating yeah, hands. Yeah, I, I don't too, care. Honestly, but... Well, I, my problem is this. I don't know why you can't attach arms to them. My problem is this. This is probably the biggest fu to a fan base, literally of all time. You, fifteen years, gamers have waited for a new Half-Life game. Fifteen years, and they're gonna tell you, uh, not only is it not like the other games, you gotta play it with a goddamn waggle, but you have to have one of these devices to play it. It's a freaking prequel, so the story isn't going to be relevant. I mean, it may be a decent story. But it's not the sequel that everybody wanted. Yeah. 
Um, but no, I, they, I, just, I don't care. They like, are lessening the blow by saying supposedly this will somehow transition into the next stage of the, of the Half Life story. Well, and I, I like I, I think I said it just last episode that I think this may be. Like this will this the next game will be Half Life Three and Half Life Three might be VR exclusive too, but yeah. this is them testing the waters first to get yeah. there to make sure all their systems work. But I mean, it, it really is exciting to see like okay, you know, this is this is Half Life, and, and they didn't really half-ass it whatsoever. Well, I think they did. That's what I was gonna say. Everybody's saying like, oh, this looks great, and I'm like, I played this game already. I've been in City Seventeen or One Seventeen or whatever it's called, and the atmosphere of it like you said yeah they recaptured it but I'm like yeah they recaptured it they did the same thing they did 15 years ago yeah. and stuck floating hands in there like well if if I remember right I think we spent a lot of Half-Life 2 outside of the city I think only the beginning was yeah, really the, in the very city. beginning was the only part that was really in yeah. the city so if they keep it in the city that'll be kind of cool to me I think they have to because I don't think they can do too many wide open environments with VR. Yeah, that's you true. can't do those right. big roaming. You're right. You know they're gonna want to keep it in like hallways and corridors. yeah. And you know, like I, I do think, like I said, it could be a momentous moment for VR. But somebody was telling me like, oh, go watch this game. It's called Pavlov. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's kind of like a Rainbow Six Counter Strike type VR game. Yeah. Because I was saying like. I was like, VR games are limited. Like, you can't have a competitive VR game. And I was saying this while I was streaming. And they're saying, go look up this game, Pavlov. It's so competitive. It's so competitive. You'll, you'll change your mind. So I look up this game, and I click the gameplay. And I'm watching it. And there's these guys, like, very slowly and cumbersomely <laughs> trying to move. And they get in the same room together. Yeah. They both unload their guns. They're screaming. They're both still standing. Then they're trying to reload. <laughs> Scream, unloading, unloading, and then the one that finally died. Well, right, fun. it's fun. Like, I'm like, all right, that could be. It's kind of funny to watch. Even yeah, I'm like, yeah. that's kind of funny. And I'm like, but you're gonna tell me that's a competitive game? No, but it's I mean, not. it's more like a party game. In that one part of the trailer where they're literally pushing stuff aside on the on the shelf to pick up a, a shell for their shotgun or whatever gun they had. Yeah. And they stick it in and they turn and they shoot the guy. Like that was that was brilliant. I, I love that. But like I don't know, like I just like I, I saw this one guy saying like, Oh my god, it looks so great. You can actually cock the shotgun. And I'm like, I can do that in real life. Yeah. Like, why is that exciting? Yeah, I mean yeah. You can it'll, actually it'll, cock the shotgun. It'll it'll definitely well, the the novelty of it will wear off quick. Yeah. You know, for for the first few times, and it was be, cool. It'll be interesting. And like House of the Dead three, when you could cock the shotgun. You know, the, the, uh, the arcade game. That's where I was gonna go. For me, VR is sort of like the resurrection the of, arcade. of uh of arcade shooters. Yeah. Of the uh, on rails, uh, yeah. light gun games. Yeah. Like that's that's what I want. Is like I'm I'm looking at this thing and I'm thinking, yeah, bring it back. Time time for like the new. Uh, yeah, I hadn't thought of it. Like time that. cops or whatever. Uh, time crisis. Time crisis. Uh, yeah. House of the Dead. And, uh, yeah, House of there's the a, Dead. There's a Enter the Gungeon. I mean, they'd be perfect. There's an Enter the Gungeon light gun game. Yeah. They would be perfect in VR. It'd really add, like, another layer. That's, yeah. It'll be interesting to see, you know, we'll, I think this is the VR game that's going to... Because I, I can't believe the number of people that I heard now from this trailer, like, saying, like, yeah, I'm looking at VR headsets. And I was like, 
you've been telling me for the past however long that you know you don't want to buy an Xbox, you don't want to buy a PlayStation, it's too much money. And now because of one game, yeah, you want to buy a VR headset. That's the power of Half Life compels you. I, but I'm looking at it like no way, yeah. no way will I spend yeah. that much for a VR headset for one game. Yeah. Um, but I, I have done it in the past. I bought consoles in the past for one game, and I usually like. A couple years later, I'm like, yeah, that was kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, I, I'm, I'm, obviously kind of more interested in VR right now, but it's not just the gaming. Yeah. I mean, the gaming is definitely the sugar on top. It's but, the porn. But it's the porn. It's the, um, <laughs> it's like the 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 ability to watch movies in it on like a hundred inch screen. Yeah. You know, just stuff like that. One of the more intriguing things, and this is not interesting to everybody, but there's certain games. So like let's I think it's Dota Two or League of Legends that does it. So you can watch it in VR. So normally when you watch a game on Twitch or on Mixer, Sliver, whatever, you know you're watching from the player's perspective. You're getting a feed of the player's perspective. Using VR, you can actually move and look around the game. Like you're in the game, almost like first-person perspective, walking around. So you're seeing the players like you just saw that guy run by you. And there's enemies following up. It's it's just a different approach. Like it's, you're watching the world, the game unfold around you. Yeah, and that's pretty cool. Just from a viewer perspective. Yeah. So for me, like I'm gonna I'm gonna justify the thousand dollars in that. <laughs> in that, like I, you know, I was thinking, you know, I'd be okay spending a thousand dollars or more for a new TV. Yeah, yeah. But maybe I'll just forego the TV and just get a headset and that'll be my TV if I had the money if I had the money to blow I'd get I'm not like opposed to it on principle it's just like you know where we are in our life right now we put a ton of money into our house and stuff and I'm like yeah, I can't spend a thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. You do one feel game. bad. So like, I, that, that's I, why I was I playing could, this game. Yeah, of rationalize, rationalize. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I'm so torn because again, I'm glad to see Half Life back. I'm glad to see you know Valve moving again. Yep. But at the same time, I'm like, you really? It's like the Diablo Immortal and Diablo thing. Like you couldn't announce Half Life Three. And Half-Life VR. You know, like, you couldn't have given us both. Like, you had to announce the game that only 10% of your fan base can play. Yeah. You know, like, that's yeah. literally but, what it's going to boil down to. You know, they're, I mean, it is working. Like, you, you said. Yeah, you, it you is. heard a lot of people out there that are like, you it's know, I will be, buy a VR headset still gonna be just limited. to play this it's game. It's still going to be limited, though. Like, at max, 20% of Half-Life fans are going to be able to play this game. Max. Oh, yeah. This is a franchise that's sold, what, 50 million copies, yeah, yeah. probably? Yeah, um, So that, that to me, is like... On one hand, you, you like, respect the creativity. Like, this is what we want to make, and this is what we're going to do, and we don't care what you think. And on the other hand, it's like, hey, fans that have supported us for so long and wanted this for so long, we don't care at all. Go, yeah. go fly a kite. So, I don't know. I... It's weird the projects that Valve keeps choosing because everybody's like back on the Valve hype train. When you really think back, what was the last great game that Valve themselves made? Like that wasn't Dota Two was a game that they they bought the developer of. And, yeah. Uh, um, Dota Underlords was a mod for Dota, which they acquired. Artifact flopped. Uh, they did that. Counter-Strike Battle Royale, which is 
really didn't go anywhere. They actually made that. Yeah. Left for Dead was made by Turtle Rock. Exactly. Not that, yeah. uh, Valve. So you start thinking back. And I mean, you're like, do, you, do you count like the different versions of Counter Strike, like Counter Strike Global Offensive? Or? I'll give them credit for it, but not they're the same game. Yeah, it's the same game. The gunplay is the same. I mean, we might be going same map. How far back do you think we're going? Like Half Life Two, like Team Fortress, Portal, now? Portal Two, probably. Team Fortress. Uh, oh, Portal. Portal yeah, Two. Portal Two is probably the last. Um, but you start to think about it, like Artifact failed. You're like, Valve has not made a great game. No. That they themselves developed internally. Like, Valve has a lot of developers on Dota 2, but that's not their... It's not really their game. Like, they acquired the guy who made the Dota mod for Warcraft 3 and said, hey, come, you know, yeah. come work with us. And he, he's the director. Well, you know, and so that trailer, I mean, that was... I mean, that's part of the reason the trailer really impressed me is because, like, I was thinking to myself... You know, it's been so long since they yeah. like, made a game. And graphically, it does look great. Like, where where has their development teams been? Yeah. Like, uh, who's making this game? Yeah. So, I mean, to see it look and feel so true to the Half-Life, um, you know, mm-hmm. universe, that was exciting. Yeah. It is. Because I was really worried. It's, I was, it's, I was it's, really it's worried. exciting and worrisome and... and nerve-wracking all at the same time because yeah. it's like where is this gonna go <laughs> i mean now, now you know and are the, they just gonna go back into the dark age after you this? know with the index that comes with these things called lighthouses that you have to like drill into your wall no i didn't know yeah that. yeah it's for the motion tracking i mean it, it, it makes the motion tracking like more accurate yeah, yeah it makes it perfect but you, you have to like drill things in your wall so um just be aware of that so let us know. Uh, let us know if you're going out to get a VR headset, whatever. Let us know on Twitter, Discord, whatever. If Half Life Alex excites you, disappoints you, whatever. So next, I had we, you know normally we go and we stick to gaming news first and then kind of branch out, but I had to put the Tesla truck up the there because event because yeah, it was just such year. an event for real. I mean, not only the design of this damn thing, but I think the best part was the. The unbreakable windows. <laughs> they smash it. It's totally... Oh, well, we're still working on that. Yeah. Um, you know, I had fallen asleep because the unveiling was at 11 o'clock. That night? Yeah. And I woke up and I'm... I'm you know, I looked at it. I'm laughing at it. And uh, Golzara's here. And she said, you know, what are you laughing about? And I said, look at this truck. And <laughs> I show her the truck. And then the next day, she... she she saw her brother and yeah. like she walked in and the, her brother was laughing mm-hmm. and she said what are you laughing look at, at this truck. And he said, look at this truck <laughs> she's like everybody's talking about this damn truck i think when i saw this thing my first thought was this is going to be like the new delorean like this is that car that is yeah, it going exactly. to do, is it gonna do that do. well probably but it's going to be like a symbol like a cultural symbol for like 50 years yeah. to come like if you see one you're going to be like oh sh- that's the that's such thing exactly. you know like I that's mean, the truck there's going to be nothing else like this on yeah. the road I'll tell you that like when you see this thing you'll recognize it from about a mile away did you, literally did you hear it's uh it got both potentially in cyberpunk yeah, yeah. Uh, I won't be surprised at all about that um it's bulletproof for yep. small caliber. Why did that make it in there? That's what I want to know. Well, like, how did that get in there? But if you think about the type of people that buy these trucks... <laughs> Maybe that's I why. Mean, that doesn't It's like a luxury vehicle. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, they did give it a love tap 
with that hammer. And I then the windows did break, so. I, I like the, uh, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought already on it. Um, everybody said it does kind of look like the Warthog from Halo 1. It it's kind of shaped just like but You know, that. You know what the really remarkable thing to me was? Is that video where they have it up against the, uh, like a Ford F-150. Uh-huh. It's huge. Yeah. Oh, it's ginormous. It's, it's, it's huge. Yeah. I mean, it like. I mean, it's a truck. An F one fifty is a big truck. Yeah. And it it was just much bigger. It's. I, I really. I I'm looking forward to the day where I drive and I see one of these things. Yeah, it's, I know. it's gonna be like that. You'll be like, oh my god, it's a cyber yeah. truck. Uh, I kind of want one. I know. You kind of want just like a hundred. Literally car. everywhere you go, everybody's going to be turning. But I'll head. tell you, did you did you see the interior on this? No. I, I could live with the exterior, honestly. Yeah. yeah. But the interior, I mean, that, th- there needs to be changes there. Is there one row of seats or two? What's that? Is there one row of seats? No, or there's two. two. Is there? There's two. It, it seats six, um, rather comfortably. But the well, the, the sides of it, I guess. It the inside, the the front, like console. Yeah. Is like made of marble. Like it looks like a kitchen countertop or something. Like, but it, it it's also like squared off. So I mean, this thing looks like you're in a dungeon. And yeah, you, I got just. I gotta look it up after the podcast. It's it's not great. They we need, need to, that. Guy they need to change. Like it. Joe Rogan has, where they can call him out to bring up something on the yeah. on the screen. Like, like hey, Jerry. It, yeah, no. Get his, that name, on the, his name has to be like Pete. Get that on the tube. Pete. Pete. Yeah. Um, or Jimmy. Jimmy. Alex. That's Doctor Doctor Disrespect has a what. Most people believe to be a fictional assistant named Alex. Because whenever something's going wrong, like technically or something, oh, there we go. he starts screaming at this Alex guy, Alex! Alex! Okay. Get it off the screen! Or is this going to be Jimmy? Jimmy? Jimmy, what's that? I don't know. we got to think of a clever last name. Yeah. Um, so switching to... Well, we actually, we actually combined two of these things. Microsoft made an odd statement this week, and they didn't clarify it. And I wanted to get your thoughts on which one they probably mean. So Microsoft confirmed that they're working with third parties to get, uh, I put iCloud. I was going to say, say I'm very confused by this. xCloud exclusive games. And what most people took this as was their only games are going to be available on xCloud. Like, you can't get this on your normal Xbox. You can't get this on your PC. That you can only do this, you know, if you're part of xCloud or whatever. I took this to mean that they're already guarding against other services and locking down games as, like, like you would on Netflix. Like, if you're on Netflix, you can't be on Hulu. Yeah. If you're on Disney+, Plus, you can't. That makes sense. I think it's, so I think it's the second one. I think it's them locking down games. I do too. Uh, but everybody freaked saying like, oh my God, well that means I can't own it on my Xbox. I'm only I mean, going to be able to... It's not impossible that it would be xCloud exclusive. But if it, if it is an Xbox, or an xCloud exclusive, I wouldn't expect it to be really a big deal. I just don't see them doing it because... I mean, it, it doesn't really make sense. It runs counter to the rest of their entire strategy, which has been to put Xbox games absolutely everywhere. Yeah. On, they're putting them on Switch. They're yeah. putting them on PC. I mean, maybe Xbox, just to turn some heads to, oh, we got xCloud too. Yeah. I mean, like Disney sort of does this where they got like Hulu and they got Disney yeah. Plus and, you know, like there's exclusive shows to each app. Yeah. You know, you know it's all Disney. Yeah. I, I would just, like you said, if it was anything more than like a spinoff style game, kind of like, remember that Fable spinoff, that like arcade spinoff? Yeah. If it was anything more than stuff like that, I would really be... 
I, I sincerely doubt you'll see like any big game yeah, that, yeah. that you'd want to play on your X. If they, but I think you're right. I think it'll it'll likely be just you know exclusive to like Xbox, and if it is on the screen, Xbox family, yeah. Not you can't have it on because like PlayStation, you, like you say, it, it just doesn't make sense. PlayStation, whatever they're it doesn't call make it, sense. View and now or whatever the hell they can they can have it on Xbox and still say it's exclusive to X Cloud. Yeah, right. So. So CNET reported that Amazon's game streaming service will debut next year. And I'm sitting here thinking, what could they possibly have or cook into this thing that is going to make it exciting? Because they've got a few developers that they've bought over the past five years or so, but none of them are really that exciting. And I'm just, I don't know, like we were talking last episode, the Amazon has kind of started to drift away in a lot of things the last year or yeah. two. And I just kind of, when I heard this, I'm like, what the hell could they possibly have? Yeah. I guess if they yeah. just included it with Prime, it'd be a good value because you're going to get something for free. Yeah. I mean, you know how Google has it where you got to pay like nine ninety nine for 4K and this and that? Yeah. I could see them just saying, okay, well, if you're in Prime, you get that portion free. Standard def. Yeah, well, you get like the 4K option and stuff for free. And if you don't have Prime, then you can pay $9.99, just like you do with Google. Yeah. Though, seeing Google crash into the earth, maybe (laughs) Stadia? Yeah, maybe they'll be like, eh, you know, let's let's rethink this this part. But if they're smart, they'll do that. It is Um, funny, because, you know, everybody seems to be, a lot of these non-gaming companies are all of a sudden rushing to put out a game streaming service. Yeah. And if you notice... You know, Microsoft and Sony are basically leading the... They're more taking their time, even, like, to make sure they get it right. And, yeah. And I think it's a big mistake for these companies, non-gaming companies like Amazon, like Google, to just rush and say, like, oh, look, we're here, because well, they don't quite know what they're doing. I think the issue there, though, is that... I mean, you're right. They, they like, Microsoft and Sony, they have a an audience they yeah, have yeah. fans yeah google and amazon not so much so yeah. they want to be they want the early mover advantage yeah so that way you know they, they, they can try to yeah establish themselves before the big players move in yeah yeah maybe you're right i just i just feel like though if you launch with an inferior service yeah. i mean look look what happened with the xbox one they launched with bad buzz and a lot of you know problems and it that and literally held them down for basically the entire generation. Yeah. So, I just... It's a little odd to me that all these companies are rushing to get there so fast without, like... Without knowing what the hell they're doing. Yeah, I mean... They're just, like, literally rushing headfirst into the, the battle. Like, ah! Doesn't it doesn't sort of have, like, a feel of, like, the whole VR situation happening all over again? Except on a much larger scale. Yeah. Because, like, you know... Yeah. Everybody wanted to make a VR game like yeah, three years ago. Yeah, everybody wanted to make a VR headset too. Yeah. Like you had your Samsung VR headset. And then all of a sudden, like everyone realized, eh, you know, VR is not that great. Yeah. And all of a sudden, all these VR headsets well, are. Do you remember all the developers the too that announced VR games? And like, it almost literally almost Crytek jumped on board because Crytek was always a huge technical studio. Yeah. And I heard their games looked beautiful, but it almost bankrupted the whole studio. Like, yeah. they went from like a AAA developer to a one game studio like they can't do more than one game now because like their budget has they blew all their money i don't doubt it and 
Yeah, it's just been... They put all their eggs in that basket? Yeah, it's a mistake. So Bitcoin crashed yeah. this week, and I don't know, I was hoping you could shed some light on this. I know China, what caused it was China, well, they threatened to ban, or they said they're going to ban exchanges, yeah, is know, that what happened? I, I saw the headline, I didn't read the article. Though. No? Um, I just saw that, yeah, they're, they're cracking down on Bitcoin. I think they had already cracked down a little bit, but yeah. they must be cracking down farther. I think they vowed to just literally, permanently shut these exchanges shut down, down. Yeah, yeah. like you're never going to be allowed. Like, I think they, didn't they outlaw mining at first? I really don't know. I think the last crackdown they had, they said, okay, no more mining because, you know, like, most of, like, the huge mining that You're was going sucking on. sucking up so much electricity. Exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was sucking up enormous amounts of electricity, causing a Warehouses ton of with pollution. thousands of computers. And China down. already, you know, struggles. Has that problem. Extremely with pollution. So, I think that almost makes thing, it sound goodwill. I think the first thing they did was said, okay, no more mining. Yeah. And I think they've come back now and said, okay, we're just pulling, pulling you can't all even, together. You can't even buy. Yeah. Can't even trade. But Bitcoin took a huge well, dive when this happened. Well, and I, I mean... Like all, and all crypto did. I, I won't be surprised if you suddenly see, oh, China wheel out a um, its own cryptocurrency. Yeah, that's probably what's... Because that's usually what happens when they ban something. Yeah, well, yeah. here's our own version. I mean, because they're not really opposed to it. In fact, they, they love the idea because... You go from having this paper currency, which they can't control, to this digital currency, which they can. They can literally control how everyone moves their currency within their country. And, you know, a a government like theirs Mm -hmm. will will never pass up that chance. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I'm still, I I go wildly back and forth with my views on cryptocurrency. Because, like, I do believe that it's, like, an inevitable evolution for the future. But at the same time, when putting my own money into it, sometimes I'm like, this might not be such a good idea. Yeah. You know, like, this might not pan out the way I and think it's going into to. The wild because it is such a, it. yeah, it is. It's like the Wild West. It's like, yeah. here we go. Hope it goes. Yeah, it's been so much fun. Well, it is that. But unless you're losing money. It's been money, so much fun. Unless you're losing all your money. So another God Mode moment come true. Unlocked. I've been saying that Facebook gaming is going to strike. They're going to sign an exclusive streamer. They did. They signed uh, Disguised Toast to an exclusive deal. He is now Facebook gaming. Well, he used to wear a mask. No longer disguised. He used to wear a toast mask. You couldn't even see his face. And then eventually he took it off. Incognito toast. Pretty big. He streams like, uh, like card games and like the auto chess games. and So what I'm more interested from Facebook is... Are they actually going to invest in their platform? Because you know, it's not that it's of the of the let's say if you want to say you know there's Twitch, there's Mixer, there's YouTube, there's Facebook Gaming. Those are the biggest four. Given how much we talk, D Live and Sliver, we talk about streaming on this on this podcast. Yeah, I decided I, I better look deeper into the each streaming service. So this week I decided to look into Facebook. Yeah. I spent, it's a mess. Least, I, I spent at least 15 minutes just trying to figure out it's where, where yeah. you go That's what I've to <laughs> access it. And then finally, I, I realized there was this little button down in the right corner mm-hmm. where you, you push it, and then like up comes this little menu, and then you scroll through it, and then there's a little tab there that says gaming. Yeah. And you click on that, and then... And also, even from there, it's hard. Yeah, and then, then I had... I was like, okay, well, here I am, YouTube yeah. Gaming, or uh, Facebook Gaming. And... Um, 
but then I was like, okay, well now what? Like I'm I'm just scrolling through the feed, you know, and there's there's just random people. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, yeah. How do I find anything? That's, that's like, what I mean. Like it's a mess. I don't know how much they gave. I, I think it, I think they're like I said. I predicted that all these platforms are going to have to sign creators and stuff. But Facebook desperately needs to invest in their own because. To me, this is such a missed opportunity. They've got a platform with 2 billion people on it. And the tool that they're like... It's just like you perfectly described it. it it's difficult to even... Find it. Yeah. Because like, yeah. it's like a, it's just like a tab in between. Like this is such... We're I can't talking even about, remember what other garbage it's... We're talking about you know the explosion of money flowing through... Like advertising money and stuff flowing through gaming and esports... And here's Facebook with one of the largest communities in the world. And they can't, like, it's just such a missed opportunity for them. They need to invest money in making Facebook gaming the service, like the infrastructure, better than it is. Because there's some interesting elements to it. Like, once you start streaming on it, once you get to a certain point, they just pay you sporadically. Like, for nothing. Like, they're just like... They're called like drops or something. Like some stars come across your screen and they're just like, oh, here's three bucks, here's five bucks, here's six bucks. And it's like, that's like a decent feature to have. You know, Twitch doesn't have just random free stuff. Um, But but then you look at like the platform and it's just complete, it's a disaster. It's like, it's like a little tab in between your groups and your marketplace. Like it's so. Buried. Well, like, and even when you get there, like, how the hell do I even use this? Like, how do I yeah. find somebody I want to watch? How do I find? Do a you game? think it would be better to have like a separate app? Or in this case, so YouTube tried that and it failed. In Facebook's case, I think it would. But you know, YouTube has. You know, I'm I'm kind of surprised that it failed for YouTube because YouTube spins out all their other services into other apps. Music's like, a separate you, app. Music, TV, all the separate mm-hmm. apps. And it works. Hmm. And so I'm, I'm really surprised to hear, because you would assume that gamers would be a little more savvy and yeah, yeah. would know, oh, okay, i got to get another app. Gotta get the app, yeah. Um, so I'm a little surprised that that never came through. I think they need to make it a separate app. I think that will help them ditch the baggage of the old code, the old system. They could start fresh. Yeah. And I also think, you know, just, I, I don't know, like they've, it's just such a missed opportunity for them. It's almost like they put it together and literally haven't looked at it ever since. They're just like, here it is, and I hope it works really well. And But it's funny because you pointed out at PAX East, they had like one of the biggest booths in the they whole did. building. And you know, I, I actually sort of enjoy, I, I enjoy the app on my phone. Facebook? Yeah, Facebook yeah. Gaming. I mean, it's nice. It, it's very, very smooth. And, you know, it is nice just having the one stream of things. Yeah. You know, yeah. whereas Mixer is, it's kind of like there's there's sort of something at the top yeah. that goes left and right, and then you, you know, go down, and there's another thing that goes left and right. I was thinking about Mixer too, and you know how can because everybody there's are there's there's been this stigma, more and more people are switching to Mixer, but Mixer's growth has not been the Facebook gaming grew more in 2019 than Mixer did by wow. viewership. Which tells you know you. I've been watching Mixer to see if I could tell if there was like any influx, and it, it does seem a little more lively. Yeah, than it used it's to be. it's it's doing it's improving. Viewership is growing, but at, at a very slow rate, especially yeah. with some of the streamers that they've got. And everybody keeps you know saying like 
Ninja, oh, his career is dead. Shroud, his career is dead. Because they went from having streams with 100,000 people in them to like 6,000. Yeah. But yeah, that surprised me. I, I, I did uh, check in with Shroud and yeah. I saw like only 6,000 6, yeah. people. And Shroud here. would break 100,000 yeah. on Twitch. I still think it makes sense from their standpoint because they got million dollar deals. They don't have yeah. to work ever again. Yep. But I think that what Mixer needs to do, the problem with Mixer right now is that it's only available on PCs, Android devices, and Xboxes. You can't download Mixer on an iPhone. You can't download Mixer on a PlayStation. You can't download Mixer, Mixer on a Switch. They really need to diversify. They need to take that same strategy that they have with Xbox and putting Xbox everywhere, and they need to start putting Mixer everywhere instead of trying to like make it exclusive to their own devices. You know, it's it's hindering their viewership. I really think they have to push that, and I hope they do in 2020 if they want to grow. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough battle. I mean, Facebook and YouTube obviously have advantages. Yeah. Well, YouTube gaming, like the streaming on YouTube sucks. Yeah. It's not doing... Their, their biggest streamer That left. is just so amazing to me. Their biggest streamer left. And, uh, you know, obviously Twitch is just naturally going to be at the top. Yeah. So it's, it's an uphill battle, but I, I hope they stick with it. I hope they keep throwing money at it. Yeah. I, I think this is more like a five-year plan. Like yeah. what Mixer's doing. It's like they need to... You know, they've got good technology behind it. They just need to expand their audience by various methodologies um so the game awards are december 12th we thought it would be fun to do a little prediction segment we're gonna run through all all the categories all the games nominated all these remember are decided by gamers gamers get the vote for all of these um so we're gonna run through real quick we do our own game of the year awards but we're gonna call out what we think are going to win each category. Some might spur some discussion. We'll see. But we're going to try to give our instant reactions. We don't really have to rush through it, but I think we're going to try to. Um, so let's just let's just list the categories and then the nominees, and then we'll we'll give who we think we we each think will win. Um, do you want to go first? Or, or we'll start with we'll we'll save the uh, game of the year for last. We can do it first. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, save it for last. Okay. Just remember that we were saving because okay. it's the first one listed. Um, okay, so action game. Uh, action nom- game of the year. The nominees are Apex Legends. I, I can tell. I can already tell who you're going to pick. Well, uh, that might not be the most popular. Astro Astro Chain. That's not going to win. <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare. That will win, I bet you. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll guarantee it. Uh, Devil May Cry 5. Gears, Gears of War 5, or just Gears 5, I guess yeah. that's what it is now. And Metro Exodus. That's not going to win. Yeah, it's going to be Call of Duty. Apex or Call of Duty. Yeah. The only only way that Apex... Apex is the dark horse, I think. Yeah. Apex could win because... It's it's honestly... I'm not saying this just because I'm an Apex fan. Modern Warfare is so plagued with problems. Like, it is insane. That game is not doing well. But it just has so many fans that it'll probably put it over the top. I kind of wish Astral Chain would win. No way. It's too narrow. And see, here's, exactly. here's the problem with a uh, popularity contest like this. That's a game on one platform. Yeah. So its audience is automatically narrowed. So yep. the people who are going to vote for it yep. are... Okay, so action... That's cool that it was nominated, though. Yeah, action-adventure game. Uh, the nominees are Borderlands 3, Control, 
Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening, or Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Oof. Yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty hotly contested. Yeah. My um, <laughs> my thoughts were not I didn't expect it there at the end. I thought I think Sekiro might actually win. So, you know, what was the first one? Um Borderlands 3. I hope not. Because that... No, do you realize that... that I'm downloading Borderlands When that came 3 out... 3? Right yeah. Oh, no. It's free to play this weekend. On what? Everything? Xbox, yeah. Oh, oh just for the weekend? Xbox, yeah. That game came out, and literally within, like, four days, it's forgotten. Nobody cared yeah, anymore. I know. I, know. <laughs> I, I kind of I want... I want to say maybe Sekiro, but... Yeah, you know, I think it's either going to be Resident Evil 2 or Death Stranding. Death Stranding could win. I feel like because... Because of the cultural relevance of it. Because of the people that watch Game Awards yeah, and the, yeah. the link to Kojima, mm-hmm. I, I think Death Stranding is extremely it could good win. chance. I mean, I'm personally hoping maybe Control. I don't think I don't think it will. I, I heard that it's Control is a great game. Quality-wise, I think you could argue yeah. that maybe it is. It looks but, cool. Yeah. Okay, so moving on. Art Direction. You want to read this one? No, I don't have it up on my phone. Okay, Art Direction. Uh, the nominees are Control, Dust Stranding, Gris. I've never even heard of the Gris. Gris is a Devolver game, and it is incredible. Um, looking. Sayonara Wild Hearts, which is uh, Apple Arcade exclusive. I think it's on Switch, too. Is it? I think so. Oh, maybe it is. Uh, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, or The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening. I think most people actually hated the Zelda look, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't like it. Um, See, I don't know what Gris looks Gris, like. So Gris is a beautiful game. But it, again, it's appeal is so narrow, I don't think people will vote for yeah. it. Uh, I, I, I'm going to go with Death Stranding. I think that's going to win. I think you might be right. And actually, I wouldn't argue with that. I think it's a very interesting looking yeah, game. Yeah, it's got a good look. Yeah. I, I think that, uh, the Dark Horse would be Control. I think. Yeah, but I don't know. It also looks, looks like. cool. And, and you know, given how. But Death Stranding nails that like actual like visual and technical beauty, but it also had a really interesting color palette, which makes me think that maybe it'll win. Um, audio design. The nominees are Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Control. Man, Control is just. It's in every category. Yeah. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. <laughs> Gears 5, Resident Evil 2, or Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. I didn't play Resident Evil 2, but I kind of hope that Resident Evil 2 wins because audio is such an important point of yeah. horror. Yep. I did hear that Death Stranding has really great audio too, though. So, one of those two is where it definitely shouldn't be Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare is I mean, audio. I won't be surprised if Death Stranding cleans up. Yeah. <laughs> Wins every category. Best but, mobile game. But, you know, Call of Duty is in there, so... It shouldn't it, be. But, I don't know. Do you think Call of Duty fans are the types that would vote in the Game it's Awards? It's the masses, so I think so. I think let, let me interrupt. Let me interrupt. Short break here. Speaking about the Game Awards. I got thinking about this. The Game Awards is the biggest public display that the video game industry has at this point. Really, it is. Yeah. More than E3. Do you think they need a new name? No, it's fine. Something less generic than Game Awards. Imagine. Remember how I've been saying somebody should show the first next-gen game somewhere. This would be the time to do it. Yeah. I don't know if somebody will. I don't think they will. But they should. But it would be fun. Okay, so community support. Recognizing a game for outstanding community support 
transparency, and responsiveness. And the nominees are... League of Legends wins. Apex Legends. Destiny 2. Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> Fortnite. Or Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Fortnite's going to win. No contest. Yeah. Fortnite's going to win. They, think, they update that game every well, single I'm, week. I got my fingers crossed for Rainbow Six Siege <laughs> pulling it out. Fortnite's going to win. That'll be an interesting, that'll be an interesting uh, category to watch. Yeah. Um, content creator of the year. For a streamer or content creator who has made an important or positive impact on the industry in 2019. Our nominees are... You're not going to be able to pronounce after me. Courage, who is Jack Dunlop. Dr. Lupo, who is Benjamin Lupo. Ewok, who is Soleil. A little girl. Lyle. The little girl. Wheeler. Uh, Grafeg. Grafeg? I don't even know that one. David Martinez or Shroud. Michael Griziak. I would say Shroud, but I, Courage is pretty popular. Do you think Ewok's got a chance? I don't think Ewok is all that popular. Where did Ewok go? Like, she switched to Mixer. Okay. <laughs> That's where she went. Okay, eSports coach. This, I don't even want to do this. Skip okay. that one. <laughs> yeah, no one really cares. Uh, eSports event. Recognizing a singular event across single or multiple days that delivered a best-of-class experience for participants in person, fans, and the broadcast audience. 2019, Overwatch League... Grand Finals. That's definitely not going to win. Evo. Disaster. Evo 2019. I actually kind of like this category all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> Evo 2019. Fortnite World Cup. Uh, IEM Kato Weiss 2019. I have no idea what that is. Nino Kuni 101065. Kato Weiss. My social security number is Kato Weiss. What the hell is that? Keep reading. League of Legends World Championship 2019. Or the International 2019. So I heard that the League of Legends event was actually the best event. That was the overwhelming feedback. So I feel like it's either going to be League of Legends or, based on popularity, just Fortnite World Cup. I think it's going to be Evo 2019. No. <laughs> the fighters are going to show up. They're going to show up. It will not be that. Actually, I think there was some controversy at this year's Evo, so maybe not. Did somebody get caught cheating or something? I can't remember what the deal was. Um... Uh, Esports Game of the Year. I think you'll be interested in this one. And the nominees are... Modern Warfare should not be nominated. Counter-Strike. Global Offensive. Dota 2. Fortnite. League of Legends. Overwatch. Say it again. Do we got... Mm Counter-Strike. Dota 2. Mm -hmm. Fortnite. Mm -hmm. League of Legends. Mm -hmm. Or Overwatch. I think it's going to be Overwatch. It won't be. Overwatch had a horrible year. Um... No, maybe Fortnite. It, it should be. It should be League of Legends, but it's probably going to be Fortnite. When's this show happen? December twelfth. Yeah, so we still so got to back. Oh, still and now it's like less than three weeks. Um, esports host, if you want to do that. No, one. no. <laughs> uh, esports player. Uh, no, not really. Yeah, I don't know any of these guys. Uh, esports team. Sure. I know some of those, but... Okay, so the nominees are... Astralis, 
for Counter-Strike GO, G2 Esports for League of Legends, OG for Dota 2, San Francisco Shock for OWL Overwatch, Overwatch yeah. uh, Team Liquid for Counter-Strike GO. I think Astralis probably, but we'll see. Are there any other good categories I don't even know if I can make a guess on that category. Uh, family game. Fortnite, Fortnite, family. Fortnite. No, by family game, what they really mean is the Nintendo category. Yeah. <laughs> because the nominees, the nominees are, and I'm, I'm not kidding you, the nominees are... Donkey Kong. Luigi's Mansion 3. Ring Fit Adventure. Oh, God. Super Mario Maker 2. Oh, God. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. That's going to win. Or Yoshi's Crafted World. So it was literally a lockout for Nintendo. <laughs> Yoshi's Crafted World made the list. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. They might god. as well just stopped with Super Smash. Yeah, Smash is gonna win. Yeah, and yeah. I would be I will buy somebody a soda and mail it to them if it's not Smash. Come on, Luigi's Mansion 3. I would like to see it be but, but I wouldn't be upset if it's Okay, so a fighting game. Okay, here we go. And the nominees are Dead or Alive 6. The same game number one. The same game number two. Jump the Force. Same game. There, Mortal, there we go. Mortal Kombat 11. Samurai Showdown. Or Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Smash. No, no contest. Probably. Though, uh, Dark Horse Samurai Showdown. <laughs> and the six fans that have this. We're going to vote for it. Actually, you're right. Dark Horse would be uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, fresh indie game presented by Subway. I saw that. Great sponsor. You want to do it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Devolver's got Oh, yeah. We, okay, yeah. We definitely have to do this because the nominees I are. I play a lot of indie games. The nominees are uh, ZA slash UM. ZA backslash UM. No idea what that is. Is this supposed to be Zoom? I don't know. Zoom? Uh, Back here, Zoom. Nomada Studio for Gris. Oh, okay. Well, is this best indie, indie so studio? ZA fresh indie game. Yeah, I don't know why they, it lists the studio and then it says for what, whatever their game is. So it's ZA backslash UM for Disco Elysium. Okay, okay. Which no. I have heard of and yeah. has got Yeah, I got it. Nomada Studio for Gris. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dead Toast Entertainment for my friend Pedro. Oof. Okay, and here's, here is the heavyweight in the category. Mobius Digital for Outer Wilds. And Mega Crit for Slade the Spire. And House House for Untitled Goose Game. That's going to win. That's going to win. Run away. It is. That's going to win. That's a good category. Um, Now we're game direction. Let's just skip that. Kojima. Kojima. He will win 100%. It's Control versus Death Stranding and Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Kojima will win. And The Outer Wilds gets another nomination. Man. The Outer Wilds or Worlds? No, The Outer Wilds. <laughs> the Outer Wilds has more nominations than The Outer Worlds, I think, so far. Um, games for Impact. Skip that one. Independent game. This is a pretty good category. We'll do this one. Is it like indie game? Yeah. Is it the uh, same ones you just read off? Baba is You. What the hell? Disco Elysium. Katana Zero. Which looks great. Yeah, it does. Outer Wilds or Untitled Goose Game? Untitled Goose Game is going to win again. Uh, mobile game, which are games, so we're going to skip over that. Multiplayer. 
Tetris 99 picked up multiplayer nominee. Did it? What's, yeah, what's best multiplayer? Give me that. Multiplayer game nominees are Apex Legends, Borderlands 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Tetris 99. That's not going to win. Or Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Call of Duty. How the win. hell did that get a nomination? Yeah, that, that should not have been nominated. That's a pretty weak multiplayer lineup, actually. Well, and Apex isn't in there? How does that work? Apex is nominated for... Apex was the first nominee. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. I think Apex or Call of Duty. Yeah, for sure. Um, narrative game. Oh, the Outer Wilds. Or The Outer Worlds finally picks up another nomina- nomination. There's uh, an endless on- amount of categories here. Ongoing game. Let's do that. Okay. Apex Legends. Destiny 2. Okay. Final Fantasy 14. Fortnite. This is just like that other category. Yeah. Or Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Jesus. Siege. Fortnite's gonna win. Yeah. Epic better just send like 800. They're gonna be running up the stage so many times. They're gonna need somebody else to go on stage. Okay, except. let's let's just skip to to game of the year because I think all these, the rest of these are kind of dull. So game of the year, which is you know if you've been paying attention, you can probably guess who's in this category. <laughs> Control, Death Stranding. Resident Evil 2. Death Stranding again. Sekiro, Shadows Died Twice. Death Stranding again. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Or The Outer Worlds. I will be shocked if it's not Death Stranding. Really? <laughs> yes, it's just going to win. You think so? Well, Control didn't sell. I don't know, Super Control Smash Control didn't sell a lot. lot. Did that come out this year? I thought that came out last year. It must have come out early in the year. I, I just... <sighs> yeah, I think it's not... No, I think probably it came out at the end of last year. But it was after the Game Awards last year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To me, this is yeah, this is Death Stranding versus Super Smash Bros. Death Brothers Stranding Ultimate. might win Game of the Year. As yeah. unbelievable as that sounds. And can you imagine how... I mean, let's face it. Jeff will do everything in his power to make sure that does happen. <laughs> he's gonna, we're going to need a recount. He's going to make sure... Yeah, he's going to do everything. The website, when you go to vote, none of the other boxes, the JavaScript <laughs> is broken, but when you go to click Death Stranding, it works. All of a sudden it works. So, um, so we're going to do our own uh, Game of the Year awards probably sometime in December, but those are our predictions. Go vote. See... See if we're right. It'll be interesting to see how many we get right. Um, so Black Friday's coming up, and I just figured I'd, I'd ask you, is there anything you're looking for on Black Friday? Is there anything you're looking to grab? Uh, or something you saw a really good deal on? Um, I mean, so far the good deals I've seen are like God of War for $10. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, what else was $10? There was another one that was $10. Can't think of it now. Uh, I saw... Death Stranding's not $10. I saw the Blu-ray for... What the hell's a Blu-ray? Blu-ray for Captain Marvel, which is the Blu-ray and the DVD, or the uh, digital copy, for $7.99, which for a Disney movie is a, is a strong price. Um, I saw a, an excellent gaming computer from Walmart that was $2,000, and I definitely would have bought it, but thank God it was it was sold out. <laughs> It was it was like eight hundred dollars off. It was like eight hundred dollars off, and it was definitely like when you I looked actually, up the parts in the in the system, it, it really was uh, it was a steal. I've actually found Walmart's uh, like computer components section in their store to be pretty good. Like yeah. it, it's not just like the cheap crap or you know, generic brands or bad prices. It's actually pretty decent. Um, 
I'm thinking of picking up Breath of the Wild for $30. But if I have to go out to Walmart or Target to get it in person, I probably probably won't get it. But I might cave and get Breath I of the mean, Wild. I all mean, these, all these Sony first-party exclusives are uh, $10 Ten right bucks, now. yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn, The Last of Us, Uncharted, Uncharted 4. Horizon was a vastly overrated game. I really um, was. God of War 3 Remastered, which I also got. I got both. I got God of War 3 and just because they're both 10 bucks. Uh, Ratchet and Clank, Bloodborne, Until Bloodborne's Dawn. Bloodborne's a great game. Uh, Yakuza Zero, Yakuza <laughs> Kaiwani. Did you, did you see that thread on Risa Era about Man of Medan? No. Oh my god, you gotta read it. The guy went through such an expletive laden <laughs> rant about how Until Dawn is like one of his favorite games of all yeah, time. And all those things. And then he played, yes, but he used such bright language throughout oh. the whole thing about describing uh, yeah, how much he hated Man of Medan. We gotta, we gotta stop everything because we gotta mention that Shinmu 3 is already on sale for $34.99. <laughs> you know, I gotta actually keep keep talking because I'm looking up Shinmu 3 on Twitch right now to see how many viewers this game has because that's, that's usually a good measurement of how popular a game is. Yeah, And at Target you can get uh, Avengers Endgame, the 4K uh, Blu-ray for seventeen forty nine. 3 has four point or no, it currently has three hundred viewers. Wow, <laughs> that's terrible. That's the, great. The whole no, game. That's great. No, that's horrendous. That's no, like one person. They, they can they can make Dreamcast too. It clearly has all the support. That's a Dreamcast <laughs> one. Also had uh, Toy Story four, Lion King twenty nineteen, Double twenty nineteen, all seventeen forty nine. Uh, what else we got here? A uh, seventy five inch. Uh, Vizio UHD HDR smart TV for uh, $1,200 um, that's at Target as well you know I kind of want to go big I don't TV? know yeah yeah for, for my four, like I don't have a 4K TV yet you don't? no so, I have one and I don't even use it so I'm thinking like maybe I'll go with like 75 inch or Jesus 80 something why don't you just get that 8K TV and I'll just plaster it on the wall why don't you just get that 8K TV for fifteen grand, it'll be like going to the movies. I'll never go to the because isn't that eight K TV like like one hundred and fifty inches? I have no idea. But if I get a seventy five inch TV, I'm, I'm never uh, going to the movies. A again. friend of mine has an, a four K projector. Okay, short throw. And he uh, has a whole room in his house converted to a miniature movie theater. So there are rows of seats. See, that's, that's cool. There is a popcorn machine. There is, like, a fountain. Like, the entire thing. And he has a giant 4K projector. Just... And he, he's, at the back. he swears, after owning one of those, he said, there's no... He will never buy a TV again. He'll only use <laughs> projectors. You know, I thought about it, but I think they're pretty expensive, too. Oh, I think they are. I think they're, like, 2000 Yeah. yeah. 3000 They are. But then again, you can make it as big or as small as you, you really want. Um... Yeah, you know, like all the deals, Best Buy, Walmart, Target. A lot of them are up now. Yeah, they're all going live now. You know, there's tons of video game deals. Um, Spider-Man. There's so many that you can't even keep track. So, yeah. I mean, just just look on like slick deals or or, or just in their apps. Yeah. Are you going to go out Black Friday? 
No, that's what I was saying. If I have to go to Target or, Wa- Target or Walmart to get Breath of the Wild for $30, I'm not doing it. Yeah, so, uh, so so Breath of the Wild is like as far as you're going for Black Friday. Yeah, I mean, I just don't have anything that I really need to get this year. I, yeah. I spent too much money previous years building all of my setups that I have. I have yeah. a 4K TV. I mean, I, I think, have all the consoles. I think the only thing I'm really looking for now is some new microphones. Yeah. Oh, um, well, you have two, and we don't even have... Or did you return the other? I returned. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I can't figure out how to make it, make them both work at the same time. Um, so I think yeah. you have to get a mixer. Is what you need. Yeah, yeah. To hook it into. But I mean, I'm I'm looking for one for the for the camera. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, like a boom. Yeah. Or a shotgun mic or whatever yeah. it's called. So are you ready for the the four Godspeed stories that we have? This is gonna which, be one of the fastest. Which Godspeed. we don't even have to do it. We don't have to rush through it. Let's just start it off. Pokemon Cock and Balls became the fastest selling Switch game of all time, <laughs> selling six million copies in one week. Did it surprise you that Pokemon is the best selling Switch game? Because they've had some big hits. It surprises me that this podcast only took an R rated show. <laughs> maybe you can edit that. Maybe you can say You know, I that. mean, it. You know, I Why haven't they done that as a Pokey? They gotta be running out of names, so that's gotta be. The I next almost one. bought this game, but I swear to you, this is true. I looked up. I was like, I gotta see gameplay. What, I gotta see what Pokemon are in this game. Yeah. I looked up the Pokemon in the game, and they're all so stupid looking. <laughs> I, I ended up not buying. I've it. watched it a few times, and it this game, no offense, looks so dumb. Like, yeah, I almost feel like. Maybe they didn't go 3D in the past because in 3D it just looks stupid. Really? I thought it looked really nice. I, I don't. I think, I think I the think game looks itself looks really good. It looks like a children's game. I mean, it definitely, it definitely is children friendly, but yeah. it looks really good. I mean, it looks like a Saturday morning cartoon. I'm not saying it looks like, yeah, not like poor quality. Yeah. But just like when I see it, I'm like, this is a kid's yeah. game. But then I looked at... I, looked I can at, play a 2D Pokemon game I, and yeah, not feel yeah, that That's way. true. That's true. But when I play this, I'm like... It's a little too binky bunk. I feel like I should be buying this for my child that I don't have. Yeah. That's true. I'm, and when you see how stupid they made the Pokemon all look, yeah, it's yeah. just like, okay, I'm out of here. So insiders state that the Resident Evil 3 remake will release in 2020 and will be revealed at the Game Awards. I have a prediction for this. This will sell one half of the copies that Resident Evil 2 sold. I mean, Resident Evil 3 was never as popular as Mm-mm. Resident Evil 2. Mm-mm. And it wasn't a bad game. No. It was good. I, but I mean, you know, I don't think I ever played 3. Yeah, so, I did. It's good. But so, in that sense, I'm excited for it because I've never think. played it. So to, yeah. to get to play it. Yeah. I kind of hope they do Code Veronica. Next, I just don't think that, they're going to be able to get the hype play. that they did for 2. I think yeah. they're going to announce it and everybody knows it's coming and they already played 2 and... Three is so similar to two. I just don't think it's going to get the excitement that they want out of it. So Fortnite introduced dungeons to its save the world mode, which is kind of like it's what Fortnite was originally announced to be. The like almost like tower defense type, like where you build your base and you have to defend it. So now there's dungeons, like dungeons in a Zelda game or World of Warcraft. That you, you know, you go into them and you fight your way to the end and explore and stuff, the puzzles. And I got thinking about this. And this was one of the most brilliant and terrifying things. Imagine if Epic turned Fortnite's Save the World mode into a, like a game as a service, like Destiny style game or a Monster Hunter style game. Like where you're grinding for loot with dungeons and stuff. I'm like, if there's... 
a way that they can make people play Fortnite even more. That's the way to do it. Uh, you know, uh, and I was head, terrified. In my head, I was only thinking, it was, and it would still be a horrible game. But uh, think about it from a from a that standpoint. You know, that's the one way that they can give people more reason to play more Fortnite at this point. You know, and I'm like, that is brilliant and terrifying at the same time. And I just wanted your thoughts on this. Mistwalker at one point was thought to be the savior of Xbox. That they were going to bring the Japanese stuff over. They did over a pretty good They job. did Blue Dragon. And they did Lost Odyssey. Uh, did they? Okay. They should come back and do Lost Odyssey too. They, they really should. So Mistwalker just released a new game in Japan. And it got shut down six months after release because nobody's playing it. Do you think this is just this, uh, this studio is a thing of the past? Is it is it time for or a Microsoft acquisition? Exactly. <laughs> is it time for Microsoft to come and steal their soul? I don't think there's much of a studio there anymore. No. That's the thing. It's probably like, it's probably again, like isn't it the creator of Final Fantasy? Yeah, Sakaguchi. But whatever. I mean, there never was much of a studio there. It's because, probably him and like six people. Yeah, exactly. It was more like a creative... They were more like creative. Yeah. And then they would outsource, outsource the yeah. actual development. Like, Dimps actually made uh, Blue Dragon. Who the hell's Dimps? I don't know. They're probably uh, out of business, too. They did, they did like, a bunch of, the, like, the Dragon Ball Z, I think. Dimps? Xenoverse games, I think. Um, so, yeah. The they last would, they game they always, made was Xenoverse and Xenoverse 2. Yeah. So they outsource the actual production, but they, they say, okay, here's the ideas, here's the characters, and then somebody else just makes it. Hmm. Um, so, I mean, they, it, it would be real easy for Microsoft to, you know... Why pick, would you buy them, though, at that to, point? Because you're not going to get production out of them. Well, you, but, I mean, it'd be easy for them to pick You have them a up studio, say, I guess, Yeah, because they got all these other studios yeah. floating out there. Um, and... They do have good ideas for RPGs, it seems like. Yeah. Um, So that's actually it for God Mode Unlocked episode 67. We'll see if VR has taken over the world by episode 68. I don't think it will. But the Game Awards is coming up. Our Game of the Year awards are coming up. And then our most anticipated games of 2020 are all coming up. So are you saying you might be in Florida for Christmas or Thanksgiving? Uh, Christmas. Okay. So we'll, Look at we'll, this. we'll have an episode next you week. Can buy, you can buy a 65-inch Vizio HDR smart TV for less than $500. 4K? Yeah. I, I paid 1000 I think, for that exact same TV uh, last Christmas yeah. for my parents. And it's, it's $500 mm-hmm. this year. It's just amazing. Yeah. Prices drop. Yeah. Um, it, it, did you notice that curved TVs have completely vanished? They're gone. Their curved monitors Completely are gone, gone. Pretty much. Like that was just the fact. I don't know what the point ever was. I, I literally never understood no, it. No, me neither. No, nobody like, ever explained it to me it what it did. Like, supposedly it was supposed to be more engrossing because like, it How? curves with your eyes. But it's, you know, it's like I sit so far away, it's not curving around my yeah. eyes. You know, yeah. just, just a gimmick. Yeah. All right. So that's it for God Oh. Let me just say this as well. I played F-Zero on Switch last night. The original F-Zero on the Super Nintendo. Oh, okay, yeah. Great game. Well, here was my thought. I played it and I got thinking, how the hell did this start a franchise? Because it's really nothing special at all. No, it's nothing special. I could see how at the time maybe it was the fastest yeah, racer. I think you got to... Because by of... the time F-Zero GX came around, I, I love F-Zero GX. It's one of my favorite racers of all time. Yeah. The sense of speed in that game was amazing. I think it's one of those things where you just really had to be there. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. Compared to I was playing it and I'm like, 
how did this spawn such like a and maybe that's why Nintendo treats it like a bastard child because yeah. it really doesn't have a huge fan base. Yeah, just, that's unfortunate. Yeah, Captain because Falcon like said, does, but the GameCube one was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I w- I can't believe as, as I've gone through the Switch library more and more that there aren't more games like F Zero GX, the Wind Waker remake, Wonderful One Hundred One that haven't been brought to switch yeah and now the wind waker remake is one that i'd cross my fingers every year i can't I believe just, they have it. i just hope and pray it's got to take like five people to that pull was off. that was gorgeous on the wii U. Yeah, yeah and and i i never finished it yeah and i doubt i ever will yeah but i you know i liked this did so they much. bring skyward sword uh, no can't because remember. it was backwards compatible and nobody right? nobody nobody liked it anyway because on the wii u it was you know it could play all the wii games anyway. yeah yeah so so they didn't need to do that. But they no, didn't they bring do. Skyward Sword to Switch, I mean. No, not yet. Okay. I mean, eventually, I think they they probably will. They'll probably bring everything. What do you time. honestly think of the Switch's lifespan? Like, how long are they going to keep this going? Infinite. Do you think so? Well, I guess it, it depends on one thing. Uh, two things, I suppose. Sh- um, streaming? Like streaming. Yeah. How well that does. But then again, they've already shown that... They could stream it to a Switch, though, yeah. hypothetically. Yeah, because that's what they did for Resident Evil 7. Because everybody's been saying that Microsoft should get xCloud on Like, Switch. you remember Resident Evil 7 was streamed to the Switch, and that's how they got it to work. I didn't know that. Yeah. No. yeah. It's only in Japan, though. Yeah. You could sign up to get Resident Evil 7 on Switch, but it would be streamed <laughs> to the Switch. Huh. Which might have been sort of like a dry run for for their actual yeah. streaming service. Yeah. Um, if Nintendo does an online streaming service, I will crap in my but pants streaming, because streaming they and, and don't VR. even have a valid online service. Period. Let alone a game. The only the only thing the only other thing I could see like knocking them into a different path would be VR if it really somehow, taking off. Yeah, if it really took off somehow. But I just don't see that happening. Yeah. So yeah. No, I, I think Switch could honestly go on for. But do you think we'll pretty like, much ever. Do you think that four years from now we'll have a Switch Two with Switch being left behind? No, they'll just constantly, like, sort of, like the Xbox One X. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just constantly upgrade on it. Just like they did or with downgrade. The, like with just the like they did with the DS for all eternity. Yeah. You know? And that's what we're going to see with the Switch. We'll see. We will see. Um, all right, that's it. God Will Unlock 67 is out. And our art this week is the best episode art you've ever seen. So click like, send the Be link the to your friends. Music. Leave a comment. Subscribe, DJ share. Khalid. What? DJ Khalid. What? We're we're the DJ Khalid of uh DJ Callis. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> turn, turn it off. Turn we're, it off. We're that guy. Uh, I don't even know what you're saying. Of, of like the uh clip art game. Of the I have no idea what you're saying. Well, I just cut it. Just turn it off. Please turn it off. <laughs> I can't find the episode. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. All, All right. this has to stay. Hey, we can't turn we, it we off. We can't turn it off before I say the birds. Oh, there we go. The birds. Just perfect.